What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Stoop Life Podcast. My name is Bob. I'm your host. Glad to have you here. Now, today, today is Monday. You already know what that means. Football season's on. So we got we to gotta hit y'all with the overreaction Monday. During football season, we're going to be dropping a podcast every Monday or Tuesday, whatever time we get the chance to actually do it. So it'll probably drop Monday nights, and it's going to be our reactions from the games earlier in the week, Thursday and Sunday. And sometimes you're going to have some crazy reactions because we all know some crazy things happen in football, especially getting later into the year. A lot of crazy things happen, and we got a lot of crazy reactions that we could have or that we could see. So what we're going to do this year is this. If you follow us on Instagram at the Stoop Life, we changed it. It's now at Stoop Life Sports. So be sure to follow us there on Instagram. If you follow us on Facebook in the group, The Stoop Life, we renamed the group to The Stoop Life, Everything Sports, and Fantasy Football. So we're going to be up in our NFL talk a lot this year. We're going to emphasize a lot on fantasy football. So if you guys are in a lot of fantasy football leagues, you need waiver wire hits, this, this, and this, join the group because we've got a lot, a lot of things going on there. we got picks for games, for the regular games, and this and that. So what we're going to do this year with the overreaction is we're going to make a thread in the Facebook group. And we want all of you to give us your overreaction that we can put on the podcast, and then we'll put them onto the podcast. What I want to do going forward, I didn't get a chance to do it this week. I want to have sometimes some, some of you on the podcast on Monday to do a 20, 15, 20-minute 20 you know, audio, video, and have your reactions on there because a lot of y'all have great reactions. What I'm going to do with the rest of them is I'm going to, I'm going to give you all a shout-out. I'm going to take your reaction if it's good enough, and I'll give you a shout-out on the podcast with the reaction, then we'll dial in a little bit on our thoughts for the reaction. Now, a lot of times these overreactions is going to be me, myself, and I. But we're going to do our best to have myself and Paul, the co-host, on it. So we can have some, you know, conversations here. We're going to keep these podcasts short, though. They're going to be 15 to 20 minutes max. We're only going to have like five, six, maybe seven, a little bit more reactions that we really discuss. And then we'll hit you with a couple other ones that you can laugh about. So this week, it's week one, and honestly, like Paul told me, any reaction to week one games is an overreaction, and that is absolutely true. Any reaction that you have this week for your team is an overreaction because I just witnessed an absolute shit fest of football. Now, that happened last year as well, week one. Is it because they limited the preseason games to three? So a lot of these starters don't play at all? Or is it because a lot of guys, you know, aren't really participating in the OTAs? We're going to get that get down to that later. But we're going to start with our number one overreaction. And I know it's every single person's overreaction right now. But I'm going to question it. Is it really an overreaction? How about them fucking Cowboys? It hurts to say it because I fucking hate the Cowboys. 
For those of you that don't know, I'm from Philadelphia. The podcast is based out of Philadelphia. So I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan. And I'm just obligated to hate the fucking Cowboys. But the problem is, I know the Cowboys are good. Now, I'm not one of them typical Philly fans that just overlooks the talent on a roster and says, nah, they suck, fuck them. They got a lot of talent. Sooner or later, they might put it together. Well, last night, they won 42 nothing at the New York Giants to kick off the season. The Dallas Cowboys are winning the fucking Super Bowl. That's the reaction I give you right now. The Dallas Cowboys are going to fucking win the Super Bowl and hell is going to fucking freeze over. If you live in America, it's already pretty damn close to freezing over with the economic shit we got going on right now with the motherfuckers in the White House. But hey, that's a story for another day, a different podcast. We're going to keep the politics out of it. But hell is going to freeze over and the Cowboys are going to win the motherfucking Super Bowl. They won 42 nothing opening day. It was the biggest blowout shutout in week one history since 1999. Now, the Cowboys' odds to win the Super Bowl are fifth in the NFL, third in the NFC. They didn't move at all. They're still at plus 1,100, which is what they were to start the year. So, honestly, guys, Cowboys won the Super Bowl is an overreaction because let's be fucking honest with you guys. We already know what's going to happen. Cowboys are going to look great week one. They're going to look great week six. They're going to look great week 12. And then what's going to happen? They're going to fucking nosedive like they do every goddamn year because they're the motherfucking Cowboys. So fuck the Cowboys and fuck the Giants too because they fucking suck too. But hey, Cowboys winning the Super Bowl, guys. There we go. What about Joe Burrow? Now, we talked earlier a little bit about not participating in OTAs, you know, not participating in preseason. This guy hasn't taken a snap since, like, what, week one? And he comes out and has a historically shit-fucking-fest of a game. If you have him in fantasy football, let's give Joe Burrow a clap. Round of applause. Because this motherfucker got a total of four points. 3.9 to be accurate in a decimal league. And if you had him in your league, you probably fucking lost. But wait, wait, wait. You might have had Lamar Jackson, too. He had a shit fest of a game, too. But luckily, luckily, they played the Texans, and they won that game. Unlike the Bengals, who got the highest-paid quarterback in the league, who sucked. And what about the Chiefs and Mahomes? Mahomes looked like Dak Prescott, right? That's the meme I see out there right now. Mahomes looks like Dak Prescott without Kelsey. I kind of did. Because what happens to Dak Prescott? He throws the ball, wide receivers drop, they get picked. Well, Kadarius Tony got the brick hands. But he still played better than Joe Burrow did. Tony played better than, than fucking Burrow. Think about that. Kadarius Tony had a better game than Joe Burrow did. That's how fucking bad Joe motherfucking Burrow was. My reaction towards these guys is this. All three of them will finish in the bottom 10 quarterbacks in the league, and both Burrow and Mahomes will miss the playoffs. They're both going to miss the playoffs. 0-1, gone. Zilts. Motherfuckers lost to the Lions at home, and they lost to, to, to Cleveland. They got shut out. Didn't even have 100 yards since he's gone. 
That's an overreaction, guys. Now, let, let, let's give the real reaction because we've got to give you guys the overreaction and the real reaction. They're going to be fine. It's week one. Listen, they lost their lines by one. They played their absolute shittiest game we've seen the Chiefs played in five years. And they lost by one. I mean, I don't know if the Lions are actually that good. I think they're a pretty decent football team. But they lost by one, and they played the shittiest game we've seen them play. They're going to be just fine. They're going to be just fine, guys. As for Cincinnati, you know, same thing, kind of. Joe Burrow Law has not won in Cincinnati. My reaction, my overreaction is this. You got to fire the equipment squad. Because apparently if you're watching the game, if you follow on Twitter in the Cincinnati game, they didn't have the right equipment for their wide receivers and running backs. They didn't have the right cleats or right gloves for the weather. They didn't, they didn't expect the rain to come for a couple hours after it actually came in. And then they just played in a fucking monsoon and they didn't have the right equipment. Now, if you learned anything from this last year's Super Bowl, you got to have all of your equipment with you. Because the field condition in the Super Bowl and not having the equipment for the Eagles changed that game. Changed the pass for us. It changed the game entirely. So I, I, I think that's just an excuse for why Cincinnati played so bad. But nonetheless, the equipment managers, the equipment crew, get them the fuck out of the building. That's fucking pathetic. You got to have all your equipment with you. Like, come on. How, how, you're already packing a lot of shit. What's, you got to have it with you. Especially when they say it's going to rain at X, Y time. You got to prepare for it to come early. Because it's the fucking weather. The weather people are never right. So, that, that, that's just a miscue that shouldn't have happened. But nonetheless, I still think Cincinnati would have got blown out. They had no clue what was going on. Joe Burrow didn't know what the fuck was going on. The offensive line was horrible. They were just bad. But I, I, I expect them to recover. I expect Joe Burrow to come out with a fire under his ass, just like he did last year, guys, because you guys are forgetting. Pittsburgh beat them last year, week one, in Cincy. And then we all know what happened. Cincinnati went on to beat Buffalo, and they beat Kansas City, made it to the conference final. They didn't make it to the Super Bowl, but they were right there. So don't overreact on either of them. They're going to be just fucking fine. <clears throat> My favorite reaction that I got from you guys was this. And I'm, I'm just giving it because it, it, it's from you, Paul. It's from the co-hosts, from Paul. Don't sleep on the Packers. Now, my overreaction I was expecting from you, Paul, is this. The Packers will win the NFC North. Now, is that an overreaction, guys? We've seen all the teams play week one. Now, we got the Lions. They, they just beat the Super Bowl champ. We got the Chicago Bears. The Packers played. They looked like ass. But did they look like ass because the Packers played good? Now, I'm not a Packer hater at all, but I'm trying to say, like, the Bears ain't good. But they looked like they, they were bonded around that quarterback, Jordan Love. Just like the last two times when Favre left and Rodgers came in. It looked the same exact thing. I don't think he's as talented as those two guys, but he showed. Jordan Love showed that he's a leader. Aaron Jones played around him. The offensive line played around him. And the defense showed the fuck up. So I, I, I'm going to overreact a little bit here too because I know a lot of you are already overreacting on the Lions saying the Lions are going to win. 
Just like the Cowboys are, what do the Lions do? They choke. They've choked for 40 fucking years. JFK has been dead for however many years, 30 years, 20, 30 years. He's missed one playoff game. That's it. So let's be real here, guys. The Lions have a talented roster, but they're young. They're going to fucking choke. The Packers got a veteran squad. They got a quarterback who's not a veteran, but he's been behind a veteran. He knows what to do to win. Kind of reminds me of a Jimmy Garoppolo guy where he can get you the t- he can get get you an explosive play, but he's safe. He's gonna get that safe play because he knows get the ball to the playmakers and let them ball. So I, I, my overreaction is right there, guys. Packers will win the NFC North. That that that's a reaction right there. My next reaction is this. So we got quarterback one. Let's talk about quarterback one next. But we're going to talk about quarterback two of the week. And when I say quarterback two, I mean based off of fantasy football stats. So who's the second best quarterback of the week? I'm going to give you guys a little bit of time to try and guess who quarterback two was. Because my overreaction is that this quarterback two is going to be an all-pro player this year. Going to ball out. He's going to get a contract fucking year. Going to sign a historic deal for him again. You figure it out yet? No, it wasn't Trevor Lawrence. No, it wasn't Burrow, Mahomes, or, or Lamar. Like I said, they all shit the bed. It wasn't even it wasn't even Geno Smith. He shit the bed too. I mean, most quarterbacks this week, let's be real, they shit the bed. No, it wasn't Sunshine, Trevor Lawrence either. It wasn't Jordan Love either. He was quarterback three. Quarterback two was Mac fucking Jones. Mac Jones was quarterback two. Over 300 yards, three touchdowns. Dude was just check down fucking Susie out there. Now, like, I'm, I'm going to overreact. I'm going to play two of these together. But Mac Jones exposed the Eagles. Obviously, I'm a Philly guy, and I don't want to be a little bit biased here, but sometimes we got a little bit you know, hesitant to be hard on the team. But that matchup, I told people, week one against New England is going to be a bad game. I didn't even mean it in the terms of I thought we were going to really lose, even though I thought it was a possibility. But you're going up against Bill Belichick, a guy that is going to scheme against your weaknesses. And right off the fucking bat, everybody knows what to do against the Eagles. Short routes, cross the middle, air it up over top. No middle linebackers, can't guard fucking press coverage. Boom, right there. Bill Belichick exposed it. Mac Jones had 300 fucking yards on us. Drop back, 2.5, 2.6 seconds, get the ball out, throw it. They're open, right? Why were they open? Because they had six guys running in the slots. Because we can't cover it. Our linebackers weren't good enough. Our zone teams that we had weren't good enough. Our man coverage wasn't good enough. So my overreaction is this. Mac Jones is going to be all-pro quarterback. Let's just let's just laugh at that because we know that's not going to fucking happen. But the real overreaction I'm getting to is that the Eagles will not make the conference championship. Now, that, that, that's a hard, hard thing to make it to anyway. But based on what I saw yesterday, if teams exploit exactly what... Mac Jones' bitch ass 
was able to exploit, we're going to have a hard fucking year. Going to be a hard year. We already got two injuries. N'Kobe Dean fucked his foot up. He's out for at least a month. And James Bradbury, concussion. Probably going to miss one to two games. Now, what happens every single year a team makes this Super Bowl? Whether they win or lose. A lot of, lot of freaking injuries. We already got two. So, is that really an overreaction? I know you Philly fans are, are turning the podcast off right now, but think about it. Overreaction Mondays for this. So, I hope it's a fucking overreaction. I hope I'm overreacting that our offense and defensive coordinators in Philly fucking suck. Because the play calling we had was horrible. Jalen Hurts looked lost. Zero targets to Dallas Goddard. He was open three times across the middle. What the fuck were they doing? But, hey, we'll see what we do. It is what it is. My next group of, of overreactions that I have is one coming from Stoop Life. We're going to talk about quarterback one. <clears throat> my guy, Tua. Now, if you guys remember, if you listened to any of my other podcasts I did when I talked about the quarterbacks this year for fantasy football, I told you guys, Tua is going to fucking ball. And do you remember why I told you? I said, my man was out there promoting the movie Sound of Freedom. And I said, the God, Lord Jesus, is going to look after him. This guy comes out week one, 466 yards, three touchdowns. Now, we can't give him props without giving Tyreek Hill props, who had 11 catches for 215 yards and two touchdowns. Now, if you remember, last year when Tua actually played, he had the third best quarterback rating in the NFL. They were the second or third best team in the AFC. And then he got hurt. They lost. Tua was an MVP candidate when he played. Tua is going to win the MVP this year. Put your money down on Tua right now to win MVP. Because when he stays healthy, I'm not saying if, I'm saying when. Because he's going to stay healthy. He's going to put up numbers. I mean, he's, he's on pace right now for 8,388 yards. An NFL record by about 3,000 yards. Obviously, I'm joking about that. He's not going to put up fucking 8,300 yards. But you get my point. They got an explosive offense. They got a guy in Tyreek Hill that came out and said he wants to put up 2,000 yards this year. Well, right now, guys, he's on pace for 3,870 yards. They're going to have a historic combination this year. 3,800 yards receiving by Hill and 8,300 yards passing by Tua. Who gets the MVP? I mean, those numbers are going to be historic at the end of the year. Get ready for it. But in all reality, if Tua plays, when he stays healthy, Miami is something. Fastest team in the NFL. You're not going to stop them. Tua, MVP. Now, if you think that's an overreaction, then you completely forget about what Tua did last year. So I, I'm, I'm dead up. Tua, MVP. So while, while we're on these crazy numbers, I got another, another stat. TJ Watt. Last year, a lot of y'all forgot about TJ Watt because he was hurt, came back later in the year. The year before that, guys, y'all remember what the fuck he did? 22 and a half sacks, tied the record, and then he got hurt. Right now, he had, he's on pace for 54 sacks. He had three sacks game one. 
And you know why I'm bringing that up? Because it was against the San Francisco 49ers, a team in which we believe has one of the best offensive lines in the NFL, and he had three, t- three sacks on him. If he can do that to them, you mean to tell me he's not going to get three sacks a game? I mean, come on. He's probably not going to get three sacks a game, but I guarantee you this, he's going to break the record. Everybody's out here talking about Nick Bosa got his money. Nick Bosa's getting paid. Everybody seems to forget about this motherfucker. You're talking about Michael Parsons, the beast, rightfully so. Those two guys are great. But nobody's talking about T.J. Watt. Nobody's talking about how good Pittsburgh's defense was last year when T.J. Watt came back. He didn't put up numbers last year because he was hurt, but just his presence on the field. Obviously, they got their asses whooped, but he showed out. I expect him to continue to show out and get at least 20 fucking four sacks. He's going to break the record by one and a half at least. Come back here at the end of the year, and I'm going to tell you, Tua MVP, TJ Watt, Defensive Player of the Year, sack leader. Mark it. Now, you know, we, we, we could hit every other game, so I'm just going to go down through some games real quick. The New York Giants are going to go 0-16. The, the Arizona Cardinals are going to go 0-16. Which one's more likely? The Giants are probably going to turn it around. Listen, the Giants came out last night. They looked like shit. They literally, they literally like had two plays where it should have been 3 nothing New York. And it was 13 nothing Dallas. You had the blocked field goal touchdown. And then you had the, the pick fumble, whatever it was called, touchdown. Now, that was, that was some crazy shit. Like, that was crazy. I'm bringing it up because I want to give you guys a crazy stat, if you're still listening to me. A crazy stat. It was the first time ever in NFL history that a team allowed in a single season. Think about this. The first time in NFL history that a team allowed this in a single season, every game combined, and they let this up in one game, a 40 to nothing loss, losing on the sack 6 to nothing, like, like six or more sack differential, a three-plus turnover margin, a pick six, and a special teams touchdown. It was the first time ever in the complete season that a team has allowed all those numbers, and they let that shit go in one game. Let me tell you again, first time ever in NFL history that a team has allowed in a single season, it's game one, mind you, in a single season, that they got they lost a game by 40 or more in a blowout, a shutout, that they lost the sack differential by six or more without getting a sack, that they gave up a three-plus turnover margin, that they had a pick six, and that they gave up a special teams touchdown. They all let that go in one game. Now, if you're reacting to it, you're saying Giants are 0-16, I wouldn't blame you because, honestly, if they look like shit, they quit. If they're going to quit this early in the season, why are they not going to quit every other game? I mean, last year, Giants were a fluke making the playoffs. This year, they're lucky to win five games. Mark my words, they paid the wrong guy. They should have let Daniel Jones fucking walk. They should have paid Barkley and traded him. But instead, they're stuck with fucking 
Jones, and then they're going to go through this whole fucking fiasco again next year with Barkley. Giants are dumb. Dumb. It's just horrible, horrible management. You know, they got lucky last year because the NFC sucked. They got lucky. They got a couple lucky wins. It ain't happening this year. But as for the Arizona Cardinals, they made it look like they weren't tanking after game one. They had to leave for most of the game, and then all of a sudden, boom, done. They lost. <clears throat> and that's going to happen a lot of times this year. They're going to be in the games, and then all of a sudden, they're going to lose. They're going to go 0-16. How about the Seattle Seahawks? What the fuck was going on on their offense? All them weapons, and Geno Smith can't find a goddamn open receiver anywhere. Unbelievable. Probably going to keep up. Maybe not. I got faith in Gino, though. I don't think the Rams are going to keep up that either. Aaron Donald? Maybe. He's all they got, so he's about to get triple team, but he might, be, he might get 54 sacks, too. We'll see. We'll see. But, guys, that's all I got for you right now. I, I, I'll probably come back tomorrow. We're going to hit you guys with another podcast. Tomorrow, we're going to be doing our picks for week two. So be sure to tune in for that because every single week we're going to be rocking. I'm going to be doing against the spread picks. I'm going to be doing the over and under picks as well for the whole week. I'm going to do them tomorrow. Uh, but if you want up to date on my picks, because obviously I'm picking the games on Tuesday when the games are on thir- Thursday and Sunday, a lot of things might change. But uh, we're doing it on Tuesday to get the week started. Uh, but if you want up to date picks, Follow us on Facebook at the Stoop Life uh, Facebook group, or follow us at Stoop Life Sports on Instagram. Click the link in the bio, right to the Facebook page, because you got a lot, a lot of content we got going on there. We got a lot more stuff coming out. So thank y'all for listening. And if y'all have any other hot takes that I didn't go through, any overreactions, you want to be on the podcast to talk about your overreactions one week. Reach out to us on any of those social medias, and we'll, we'll, we'll get you on. Thanks for listening, guys. Please share the podcast. Please like the podcast. And if y'all got anything going on with yourselves, please send it to us so we can like, share, and follow y'all as well. So y'all have a good one. Thanks for listening. Peace out, everybody. Peace.